Hello, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gage, and you're listening to Pas de Deux with Sarah and Gage. And this week we're going to be looking at episode 17, A Midsummer Night's Dream. How are you, Sarah? What are you feeling? Um, I'm here. I guess that's the best I can, that's the most I can ask for, yeah. you know? I was just looking at my notes, and my first note is, are drop bears real? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no way. So I was kind of distracted by that. I thought that was kind of funny. I don't think they are. Um, we'll talk about the drop bears in a moment. Okay. Uh, first, we're going to go over the Netflix synopsis Wait, for this episode. What? How are you doing? Oh, how am I doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I'm a little hungry, but totally fine. You're hungry? Yeah, a little bit. Are you... Are you serious? Yeah, just a little bit. Though. I literally said, let's go get dinner. And you said, no, we need to record. Well, we do need to record. We can record after we get dinner. Well, you see, I have this self-destructive tendency where I put off my basic, my body's basic needs to do things that I need to do. For example, when I'm studying homework, I'll drink a lot of water and make myself not use the restroom until I finish an assignment. Have you talked to your therapist about that? I don't have a therapist anymore. Oh, right. <laughs> Sarah, you're my therapist. No, I'm joking. Whoa. I'm not putting that on you. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go over to the um, Netflix, Netflix plot synopsis. synopsis. Yeah. Tara is ostracized by her friends and further humiliated when photos of her and Christian k- kissing keep appearing everywhere. Fair. Fair, but I mean, there's this whole setting change that occurs in this episode that we don't that is kind of like, it's really out of the blue. Like, we don't really have a lot of setting changes. Yeah. So this is kind of a big deal. But they don't talk about that. We'll talk about it, though, because we're better than Netflix. Whoa! Better. Why do I do that? I don't know. Are and you I, trying I to do. be John Ralphio Saperstein? From Parks and Rec? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he does that, doesn't he? Yeah. I never finished that show. You know, you know what show I did finish? Dance Academy. Three or four times? I think I've watched it four in its entirety? No, maybe three in its entirety. Four, probably, like, second season. Yeah. Or just, like, the last three episodes of the second season. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about the monologue. This is one of the more poignant ones of the entire series thus far. Um, basically, Tara says, I adopted a lamb back when I lived in Hickville, but that lamb got mauled because I left the gate open and the dogs ate it. What? Wah. <laughs> yeah, she's basically just saying, yeah, I performed an action, or I made a mistake, and there were consequences for that mistake. And sometimes your consequences are permanent, and you can't escape them. Yeah, so basically, this is a, this is the parallel for Tara cheating on Ethan, and now she has to deal with the consequences. Yeah, pretty obvious parallel. Pretty obvious parallel. Yeah, they're not trying to hide it or anything. So, we open up in the studio, and Tara and Sammy are talking. Basically, Tara finds a picture of her and Christian kissing in her locker because she's getting bullied. What? <laughs> are you making light of bullying? I'm making light of her being, oh no, people are angry because they cheated. Yeah, they're going to be angry. She, okay, that was barely like cheating though. Okay. Like I don't think she should be like eternally punished for it other than like her own conscience because obviously she has one. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, so she finds a picture of her and Christian kissing in her locker. Sammy is like, well, I'm Switzerland in this argument because Kat's angry. So, But Sammy gets called into, oh God, what's her name? The teacher. The school teacher. Oh, I don't know. You don't know her name? No. I don't know her name either. I thought you were going to know. No. Okay, the school teacher. The ginger. The ginger teacher. Oh, I think that's fake. 
Wouldn't you? She looks too old to have, like, real ginger hair still. No, because don't gingers, like, doesn't their hair turn white? And, like, women don't have white hair young. Miss Hernkey was old, and she had ginger hair. Not old, but, like, yeah, as, but this woman was, like, as 60. old as this teacher. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Okay, anyway. School teacher. The school teacher tells Abigail and Sammy that Abigail is um, failing English, and that Sammy needs to tutor her as part of his detention that he got for last i'm sorry if y'all can hear dogs barking it's very loud for us i don't know if it's picking up on the microphone but there are dogs barking in the background i apologize you know some people have pets and it's fine we live in a suburb yeah so pretty much everybody has pretty much everyone has pets and it's and these ones that happen to be right outside the window of the room that we're recording in happen to be extremely loud right now whoa what was that charge? Remember charged? when your estranged parents were talking super loudly over our recording? Okay, Sarah. <laughs> you just brought up my estranged parents on our Dance Academy podcast. So I'm going to say I win this argument. Gage's parents are estranged. Thanks. But basically, Abigail's failing English. <laughs> Abigail's failing English. And uh, Sammy's her tutor. The essay that they're doing is over A Midsummer Night's Dream, but they're also dancing the ballet A Midsummer Night's Dream. Ooh. Yeah. And they're like, uh, they're, they're, they're doing something called reworkshopping, which I've never understood what workshopping something means in general. Like, I think it just means practicing it. Essentially. Yeah. I don't really get it. Um, but, uh, she, but Sammy's like, well, Abigail, uh, acrobatics, you must be, this must be out of your comfort zone. And then Abigail does some like flips flirty flirtily yeah it's very flirty like she's like she does her little like she does her little abigail smirk it's like wow abigail you're like flirting i haven't seen this before yeah and you're multifaceted a dancer and a flipper a dancer <laughs> <laughs> yeah a dancer and a flipper the, in class cat and tara make fun of sean or wait flip that cat and sean make fun of tara for being a harlot that's just how it is now yeah <laughs> They're hard, like, everybody's hardcore going against her, which is kind of weird. Cause Except I feel for Sammy. Like, I feel like in real life, like, if somebody cheated on somebody, like, nobody really cares that much. Unless, like, you're friends with the person who was cheated on. Well, Kat. Yeah. Kat has a, I understand why Kat's angry. Oh, you just don't mean, like, don't the rest of the why school? Every, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, Sean does seem, well, Sean actually has a reason, too. Because he wants to win Kat's favor. We'll find that out later. Yeah. Basically, um, <laughs> Tara pulls Ethan over, away from his friends. And um, returns his cheap necklace to him that he got last episode. And um, Isabel walks up to them. She's back from exchange. Remember Isabel? The one who made her jump into the harbor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the one who was supposed to dance the to Carmen's Habanero with a hip-hop beat to, with Christian? Who knew that she was on exchange? Who knew that she was? Well, we didn't. No one knew. Yeah. You find out that Isabel and Ethan are, like, dating again. Which is, like, no, the way that they, like, have that scene set up makes it seem like they were dating when she left, and then they just picked up right back where they left off, but they, like, had a breakup scene, and then we never, like, saw them start dating again after that breakup scene. Yeah, it was very confusing. It seemed like, oh, well, we're back to what we were doing. Yeah. It was, it was confusing. And, like, Isabel kind of, like, teases him about, like, having a thing with Tara. I hated that. It was so condescending. Weird relationship. Yeah. We cut to Sammy, like, tutoring, tutoring Abigail, and she's like, well, are you going to write my paper for me? And he says, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make you write this paper on your own. So she proceeds to fake type 
onto her laptop yeah. while he leaves the room. And uh, then she copies and pastes something from the internet. Um, Plagiarism. Um, she also, she also, uh, Sammy asks her why she had to do that. Why she had to send the picture around. And she says, I don't know. I'm, I mean, like, I'm just, like, above the melodrama. What? You're not above the melodrama if you sent out this picture, honey. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> cut to real detention, where Sammy and Abigail are not, because they got, like, Sammy's allowed to tutor, and she has to do her paper. Um, Petra basically is like, well, if this was a movie, we would have a water fight right now. And obviously everyone's, like, angry at each other. Like, it's Ethan, Christian, Kat, Petra, and Tara. So it's not a good group of people. And it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> but Petra I mean, doesn't know how to read a room, apparently. <laughs> she does. She has a lot of misguided optimism, don't she? And, uh, I wrote something that I can't read. Oh, I can read it. And you know why I couldn't read it? Because I wrote the word crush with a T in it. Wanna know where the T is? Where? Crust. (laughs) (laughs) It's at the end before the H. Anyway, uh, Petra says, I've never understood the whole crush thing. And the cat's like, that's my line. Cat, you got a boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) Up until like an episode ago. And you're in love with Christian. And you're kind of like weirdly in love with Christian. Yeah. You have, you do understand the crush thing. Don't act like you're above it. Yeah. We are at class now. And uh, Christian, Tara, Sean, and Kat are dancing the as Hermia, Helena, Lysander, and oh my god, what's the other person's name in Midsummer Night's Dream? Hermia, Helena, Lysander. I feel like his name start, might start with a D. That's what I was thinking too, but I don't know what it is. Look it up. I will. You I talk. I can't remember. Um, yeah, so they're doing Midsummer Night's Dream, and of course, like, it's the play from Shakespeare that's all, like, about, like, a weird, like, convoluted, like, love square. And there's all this love because, drama going on in real life, so it's, like, a real-life connection to what they're learning about in school, which is kind of a trope, but it's fine. Yeah. I mean, that happened in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah, it did. So, I mean, this is what basically a good just, episode. like... episode. That was a really good episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. This is an even better episode of Dance Academy, though. Yeah. I have to say. Okay. So, let's go to the character section on the Wikipedia page for this. It is... Demetrius. Oh! Demetrius, yeah. Helena, Lysander, and Hermia. There you go. I believe Kat is Helena. Christian is Lysander. Sure. I know the play, like, decently well. I well, was, you were I was in, in it. it. Yeah. I was in a, a middle school production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. I'm pretty sure Christian is Lysander. Uh, Tara is Hermia. Kat is Helena. And um, Sean is Demetrius. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's how it boils down. And yeah, they're like doing that. Um, there's a there's there's a there's a really funny like line thrown in there where um where Abigail's like, oh oh Mr. What's his name? The male Patrick? teacher. Patrick? Patrick, yes. His name's he doesn't he's just Patrick. Uh uh Patrick, uh what's my role? And he goes, Oh, you're Puck. <laughs> you're you're the character who makes things worse before they get better. And Sammy says, Oh, that's some good typecasting. <laughs> Really good, Funny. really good line Definitely there, best writers. Shade. Best shade of the week, but really good line. Like yeah. I, uh, they're going to watch. Like they go, they go to the academic part of the class or academic part of the school. Never seen it before. This is the, I mean, this. I mean, this episode is the first time we're ever seeing the academic part of the dance academy. Yeah, which is kind of interesting because it's, it's really super weird. It's really bleak and really like jail like. Yeah, like the colors are all like grays. Mm-hmm. 
really sad. But they're going to watch the film, and they're going to watch the film of A Midsummer Night's Dream in class. Cute. It's pretty standard, you know. And it actually ends up being a picture of Tara and Christian kissing with a PowerPoint slide transformation mm-hmm. in it. Tara runs out of the room because she's embarrassed because she's literally just being bullied <laughs> at this <Yeah>. point. <laughs> like, because everyone's, like, making fun of her. And, like, the teacher has, like, n- not no reaction to it, but... a. She's like, this isn't funny, guys. Then she's like, how do I work the remote? I don't know. Young student who knows more about technology. It's Come Christian. help me work the remote. And then she's like, bullying will not be tolerated in this classroom, but not with any emotion behind it. Yeah. Like, just bullying will not be tolerated in this classroom. Yeah. End of story. Uh, so Christian, or Tara runs out of the room. Christian follows suit. Uh, he calls her training bra, which is... Weird timing for that. Weird timing, but it makes me think that they're trying to make that like a pet name now which is weird which is weird but i kind of like it do i am i allowed to like it i, I think guess it's, so. I, I think it's cute and um christian has a big um brokeback mountain confession of love for tara brokeback mountain <laughs> yeah there are lots of love confessions but this but that one's like really famous or not like not like love confession but like love like like kind of like monologue thing i like it because it's very like it's not, like, too emotional. It's, like, yeah, this is as emotional as you're gonna get from Christian. Well, that's why... Well, why I'm comparing it to Brokeback Mountain is because there's a really... There's a really, like, poignant line in this one. It's not as poignant as the one in Brokeback Mountain, but it's it's poignant. Where it's, like... Where it's, I'm sick of leaving you alone. I like you, Tara. And it's, like, cute. Yeah. It's 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 a cute moment. And But in Brokeback Mountain, it's, I wish I knew how to quit you. Which is, like, one of the most quotable lines of any movie ever. Can't believe it lost the best picture of a crash. Yeah. Was it 2004? Oh my god, I'm still angry. Yeah. <laughs> you were so angry as a five-year-old that you haven't gotten over <laughs> okay, it. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm angry now. Yeah. Now that I know what happened. Yeah, um, we'll talk about it more, but yeah. Not the Brokeback Mountain. Not no. the best picture. Not the fact that it lost best picture no, to crash. Christian's display of emotion. <laughs> Christian's display of emotion. Um, yeah. Uh, he uses a sports metaphor. Says, balls in your court. Um, <laughs> very Christian. Not Brokeback, <laughs> Not Brokeback Mountain. Very Christian. Um, we cut to Abigail's. Abigail's practicing her puck solo in the thing. She falls on her back, and Sammy's there watching it. Uh, he has her paper in his hand, and says, uh, "This is copied off the internet." Abigail. She's like, "Yeah, but that means you didn't trust." Me that means enough. you think I'm stupid. Yeah, because like, you looked it up. Which good point. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 true. Tar's getting like hardcore like excluded from like everything because now we're at the campsite and yeah. uh she's she has to bunk with her teacher. She's to bunk with her teacher because Kat calls Abigail in instead of her. Why is the English teacher going on this trip instead of Miss Rain? I think Miss Rain Miss Rain doesn't seem like the kind of lady. Yeah. Miss Rain is a lady. She doesn't Why do, they do only have camping. One dance teacher, like only one female dance teacher. I guess we see like the Russian teacher once. Who's the Russian teacher? Just in that one scene where they're like showing the montage of all the types oh! of dance. Oh, they, they, uh, yeah, her. She is. Um, she also shows up later in the rugby episode when she's teaching them how to be men. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about the rugby episode when we get to the rugby episode. I don't even remember Which what Which we called. thought would have happened already. We thought the rugby been... episode... We thought the rugby episode was, like, episode eight. Yeah. Wrong were we. <laughs> 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 I think that was technically right, but weird. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> teachers the teacher this isn't really a major plot point but i really thought it was funny when the teacher called over tara was like let's get your little hick skills to work now and put this temp up uh-huh. <laughs> um they're going camping for god knows what reason 
to like get in touch with like nature, nature. and I think like understand like the themes of the play rather than just the moves and like being isolated like in their own like echo chamber of the academy i think that's fair i think it is but i do also have a problem with the fact that like they're all dancing like technical dances on dirt dirt yes (laughs) how does that work you can't do point on dirt i guess none of i mean this wasn't really like this isn't a traditional ballet it's acrobatic and contemporary mostly that's true i would love to watch this ballet it looks great yeah okay we'll talk about that later um uh, basically like a tar and cat fight in the middle of a dance rehearsal unprofessional unprofessional like they're they're doing a little dance where like they like and yeah they like literally like have like a literal like cat fight on the ground where there's like mud also why did they practice in a place where there's mud and not dirt yeah whatever just for the fight just for the fight yeah there's like mud there's mud all over it and they get covered in mud (laughs) and uh is it patrick who talks to them who's like go clean yourselves off right yeah that sounds right. I think it's Patrick. Wait, was it Miss Rain? Is Miss Rain here? Um, I don't think so, but full disclosure, watched this episode a week ago. <laughs> Sarah's more prepared than I did. I watched it today and I can't even remember. So they go shower to get their stuff off and they're like talking about their like different grievances with each other. And Petra walks up and is like, hey, y'all, I'm like tired of you guys doing this. So I'm going to take your clothes. And they do. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Sammy and Abigail kind of, like, have, like, a weird moment where, like, Sammy's like, I'm sorry, I thought you were stupid. You're a billion times more brilliant than me. hmm Okay, Sammy, don't flatter her. <laughs> yeah. Like, Sammy's, like, really good at school and is, like, generally, like, really socially tactful and, like, doesn't end up in a these... A very, like, kind Very person. kind, very smart. Like, he doesn't end up... He doesn't end up in these weird social situations that Tara and Kat end up in yeah. all the time because he's he knows how to, like, avoid being, like, being an idiot. Yeah. So, I mean, let's be real. It's... Sammy is probably the smartest all-around character objectively i think he's like the best character like not in the sense of most interesting but like he's like the best best character to him yeah he's like the best person yeah i mean yes yeah yeah i'd say so too i i want to talk about this episode i want to talk about who we think is the most interesting character at this point okay because i do have i do have a strong opinion i think you have a different one um so like they're like arguing and they went they go to like go take a shower and then they have to like yeah. go get clothes because Petra stole their clothes. Yeah, and they they end up on the boy side of the like camp. camp. So they look through Sean's stuff to get clothes. And they do, but they also find stacks on stacks of pictures of Christian and Tara kissing. Which so this the, is the reveal of the episode. So you realize that it in fact was not Kat who Ooh. was trying to slander Tara. Well not really slander because it was true. Um, yeah, trying to hurt bully. Tara. Bully, yeah, basically. but Sean as a way to get Kat to like him. And so that's kind of like the catalyst for them to like have a heart to heart conversation. Yeah, exactly. And forgive each other. They kind of like kiss and make up while they're sitting in Sean's clothes on a log. Mm-hmm. And they <laughs> and they're like and like basically Kat's just like really weirdly self-aware for a character. It doesn't make any sense. But she's like. Everything that I've done in the last few weeks has been a cry for help. That's basically what she says. Yeah. And Tara's like, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll talk about the conversation more, because I have, like, a lot to say. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a big episode. <laughs> um, they both cry, 
And Kat makes Sean burn the pictures in the bonfire. Mm-hmm. It's not really a bonfire. It's like a campfire. And Tara pulls Christian aside and is like, hey, Christian, I've decided that I do like you. As a friend. What a rude way to phrase that. <laughs> what? You what? could have said that any other way. And she literally, she it's like she didn't even think about, like, how that would come across. Yeah. It's like Tara, girl. Rude. Rude, rude, rude. And Christian, and it's the worst part is you literally see on Christian's face, like, this little, gl- this little, like, glimmer oh. of, like, happiness and, like, contentment. This cute little smile. And then she rips, she rips it away from him yeah like that by saying i like you Only as a, a friend. friend and then he's like i'm not gonna be putting it out there again and she's like yeah okay that's fine i don't really care because i only like you as a friend uh. yeah and i also just want to point out that i i'm pretty sure that you're not supposed to roast marshmallows on sticks on sticks no you're not because they'll catch fire so that's gross. It's gross. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Okay. But that's what they were doing, so I just wanted to point out. It's just crazy how, like, two episodes ago, I'm like, yeah, Ethan and Tara, so cute. And then now I'm like, oh, poor little baby Ethan. I, or, oh, poor little baby Christian. I just wanted to be happy with Tara. Yeah. I just am so easily swayed. <laughs> it's because in this episode, like, you do, you obviously see Tara as the victim of, like, what's going on right now well i'm saying because of the plot of the episode i'm not saying i'm not saying that because of what she did she's the victim i'm saying that because of how this episode is framed is she's the victim right now yeah i because ethan looks like he's moved on cat just looks like a bitch who who was crying for help this whole time yeah and tara looks like the reasonable one we'll get to that yeah i don't know i wrote down abigail can write a damn <laughs> can write a damn and then i my next note was we interrupt my last note to bring you sammy and abigail kissing (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know what she can write but i'm assuming it's a paper about summer night's dream yeah and she like sammy's like god this is really good you're good at everything god damn god damn (laughs) and then they kiss and then they kiss and it's really nice it's actually really nice because abigail looks happy for once yeah like it's really sweet that like Sammy's been there for Abigail, and he has a crush on her, but that's not why he's been there for her. Like, he just cares about her and, like, yeah. wants to be a support for her. And she realizes, like, I have somebody in my life who is fun to talk to, who has a lot of patience with me, even though I'm a bitch. And supports me. And I we're gonna have a fun time together and do a little kissy-kissy. Yeah, and I do want to point out that over the last, like, we haven't... There have been very few moments over the series that we've seen Abigail genuinely show happiness yeah this episode we saw like three yeah which was just insane Mm -hmm. like i was like wow that's a lot like she we saw one when she um when she was dancing her solo her puck solo yeah we saw one when she was when she when sammy told her she was brilliant and we saw one when they kissed Mm -hmm. so that was nice and then that basically ends this episode because a lot happened yeah um the monologue the end of episode monologue starts where she's like I wish my life, I sometimes I wish that my life was a choose, choose your own adventure book because in a choose your own adventure book, there are no consequences, but in real life, there are consequences and I have to deal with what I did. And I got a Joey. And I got, and I adopted a Joey, which is a kangaroo. Why do farms have Joeys? Like, do they provide any benefit to I the crops? I literally don't know. To the crops. <laughs> <laughs> to the wheat. I don't, well, I don't know why. Because they also have sheep. They're not just a farm. They're a farm and ranch. But, like, I don't understand what the benefit is of having kangaroos. Yeah, do they, like, do they make anything? 
maybe it's just like what they do for the ecosystem, and so they like help the flourishment of the maybe other. They're, maybe this more is just an Australian. Useful. Maybe this is just an Australian show trying to pander to American audiences who think that kangaroos are all over Australia. They are, right? I, we'll look this up later. <laughs> Freaky kangaroos. Yeah, and basically it ends... Wait, 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 wait. We're not getting back into our weird wait, humanoid rants no, about I how... No, ju- I just want to let you know, I told several people about that conversation, and at one point I went, and kangaroos punch you. That's rude. <laughs> and like... <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Kangaroos are scary, scary animals. Anyway, we're not going on that again. Yeah. We, we had like a long conversation about that one of our episodes. But... Um, it ends, like, the very last shot of the episode is a cute little snapshot of Kat and Tara swimming in a lake together. Yeah. Cute. Man, it's... was this episode a lot. Yeah. Like, it was just, it wasn't even, but it wasn't a lot in the same way as the last episode was a lot. This was a lot in a much more, like, tender way. This was a lot in a much more deep way. Like, it felt like a lot of character development was happening. Not a lot of plot, but a lot of character development. A lot of, like, character nuance. I don't know. I think that, like, this episode wanted me to feel bad for Tara, but I, like, it didn't did. very much. I did. There was the conversation where that, like, Kat and Tara had where they kind of, like, hashed everything out. And I do think that, like, Kat, like, was being unfair because, like, I don't know, like, cheating, like, is bad. And I understand why, like, Kat was angry. But... Just, like, throughout the past, like, few episodes of their relationship, like, they had a very hard time communicating with each other, and, like, Kat just kind of decided that she wasn't gonna, like, talk to Tara and trust Tara with her information and, like, her personal stuff, even though Tara's, like, never, like, indicated that she would be bad at hearing that, but also, there was the part where Kat's like, I know you don't think my problems are real, but they are, and I was like, Whoa, Tara doesn't think your problems are real? That's a fundamental issue in your friendship. If Tara isn't validating, like, your emotions. Yeah. And, um... That's true. That is an issue. I hated that. (laughs) And then, like, Kat's like, I know that, like, you don't really need me, but I, like, really need you. And I don't think that that's, like, true. Like, I feel like Tara... They're, like, try, they're trying to say, like, oh, Tara's, like, perfect and has everything together, but, like, she doesn't. Like, she's trying, but she's, like, kind of, like, messy and, like, immature and, like, soft. Like, I'm never, like, oh yeah, look at that, like, independent woman. Like, I feel like Kat very more obviously gives off something like that, even though she has vulnerability as well and, like, problems. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I think Kat, ha- Kat has more going for her, but not, I don't know, I guess... Not in the way where she's, like, happy, so that's an issue. Yeah. I I mean, at this point, like, where we are in the season, it kind of just... It feels like Tara and Kat shouldn't really be friends. They shouldn't have been, at least. It feels like they barely were. Yeah. If they... Like, I don't know. It's kind of... I don't know. Kat just has weird, weird, like... It seems like each of them are best friends with Sammy. It really does. Because, let's be real, Sammy is the best person. Yeah. Like, he offers support when you need it. He's a hard friend when you need it. He's everything. He's also bottom. <laughs> you wrote a note about that? Yeah. I wrote a note about that. Oh, my God. I said, I said Sammy is bottom, foreshadowing much? <gasps> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I said Sammy's bottom, LMAO. I, I think I literally wrote foreshadowing much. Yeah. Oh, also, Kat at one point says, you're so perfect and always rubbing it in my face. And I was like, when is... Tara done that. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember it. That also, what does that have to do with the cheating? I don't. 
Like, no. do you think that, like, Kat just had all this, like, boiling resentment towards Tara and that she's not actually that mad about the cheating, but it's just, like, yeah. the no, thing I think that that's got her, true. like, brought it to the surface? Yeah. I think that happened. That's interesting. So which character do you think is most interesting? I think that the character at this point in the series that's most interesting is Abigail. I understand objectively where you're coming from with that, but she's just so unlikable for me that it's hard for me to, like, up, like enjoy watching her. Really? I really... She's just unnecessarily rude, like, no, she's so a, much of the time. She's a bitch, she's rude, and she's, like, literally, like, not just rude, but she's mean. Yeah. Like, she's mean-spirited, but I like her. And, like, actively... I don't know why. She, she... I don't know, like, what, if we've, like, mentioned alignments with her before, but she's definitely a lawful evil, because she, like, goes out of her way to go against, like, the good, and, like, That's count, true. and counteract, she's, like, order. She's a lawful evil, but I like her. Like, I, I just root for her, naturally. I don't know why. So, like, I see, I see, like, I see all of her character development and, like, growth and, like, how she's, like, now she's finally looking happy and stuff. And, but I, but I'm not clouded by not liking her as much as I feel like most other people are. So I'm like, wow, this is good. This yeah. is a good arc. Yeah. Who do you think's the most? Cat. I don't think they mm. pull it off very well all the time. But I think, just in general, um, I'm attracted to characters who are, like, kind of, like, messy but strong. Like, for those yeah. of you who have read uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, I really love Bridget, and she has very similar energy to Kat. Oh, yikes. I don't like characters like Kat. It's weird because they're, it, they're, part of it could be that they're, like, so unlike me that it's fascinating to watch. Because, <laughs> yeah, because you're high-strung and not messy. Yeah. Um, and weak. I'm joking. Whoa. <laughs> you just, yeah. I, I try very hard to, like, stay in line. And keep myself contained. See, that must be it. You're a lawful good, right? Yeah. Abigail's a lawful evil. There's no reason... Like, of course you guys wouldn't like each other. Those are, like... Those are, like... I think those are almost more opposite than lawful good and chaotic evil. Yeah, yeah. Well, they... Because they're, like, going against each other. They're, like, directly working. Yeah. 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 But within the same confines. I feel like Kat's probably a chaotic good. Oh, yeah, probably. But I hate chaotic goods. Same as a neutral good. Yeah. My kind of guy. I'm a neutral good. We've already talked about this. Christian is a true neutral. Yeah. Ethan I don't care. doesn't even have a personality. <laughs> he's not any of them. Barely, yeah. Yeah. I bet he's a chaotic neutral. No, I was going to say lawful neutral. You think? Yeah. No. Yeah. He, 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 plays. He, he doesn't just blindly follow the rules all the time. Yeah, but he doesn't break them either. Like, you could probably argue that, like, I don't know, like, I feel like the stereotype is that, like, Tara's a lawful good, but I feel like she could be a lawful neutral. Oh, yeah, she could. Yeah. Yeah. She could be, I think if anyone is at, like, the corner of, like, of, like, um, the corner of lawful good, neutral good, lawful neutral, true neutral, it's Tara. Like, she's right in the middle of those four. Interesting. On, like, the point in between where their squares intersect. Um, I just really like Abigail's, I really like Abigail. I, I, I'm Sammy. I'm like Sammy. I really like Abigail and I have no idea why. Would you date an Abigail? Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe in real life it'd be really off-putting. I wouldn't be surprised if in real life it was really off-putting. Am I an Abigail? A little. Oh no. Then I can't date an Abigail, I have to date a Sammy. Yeah. I mean, nobody's 
that much like Abigail in real life. That's true. So I guess I, you're like close for like the real life version of that. I represent the vestiges I, of but Abigail. But I think I think at the heart you have like better intentions than she does. Like that's you true. I'm not you don't, mean. You don't ever go out of your way to like cause like damage to other people. Yeah, I'm not. You're mean. just I'm you're just, just a little cutting sometimes. I I I use I use quips. Yeah. To in my speech. You're quippy. I'm quippy. I'm witty. Yeah. But I'm not sassy. Yeah, not at all. No. If anyone, if anyone uses the word sassy around, not around me, but directed at me, I just, I, I shut down. Like, I hate that word. It's awful. It's gendered aggression. Yeah. 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 Um, any fashion notes? I don't really yes. have any. Okay. Um, I liked Sean's collared jacket. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was kind of like 90s-ish. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it looked good on him. Side thing. A person like Sean would never be at the Academy. Like, do you really think Sean spends all his time practicing and, like, is willing to dedicate all of his time to dance? No. See, no. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing with that is I think that it's totally plausible based on what we've seen of the males. Because the guys don't care, you know? Like, Christian. Um, Ethan has the personality of, like, a dance boy, but you never actually see him dance. <laughs> Yeah, but but the thing is, and then Christian... like Ollie, when he comes in later, it's like, oh, so this is what actual like ballet boys are like. But they just didn't bother to cast any but of no, those because Sean... they don't make for fun teen plots. No, Sean would be a ballet boy if like his parents made him stick with it, and like, like that's just he's that kind of guy. But you wouldn't be the National Academy just because you're. They don't. The guys don't have to work as hard. I am standing by that based on what we've seen so far. Is that they are not put through the stuff that the girls are put through. That's really depressing. It really is. Like, if you see, like, their pas de deux dances, the girls do almost all the work. And the guys are just the support. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's just how the dances are structured. That's how, dance, that's how the dances are structured. And all male classes that we end up seeing, we don't see a lot of them now. The only one that we, I think we've seen are the dance, is the one where Sammy was told to go get a dance belt. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the all-male all, all male classes that we do see eventually, they look easy. Yeah. Like, they, like, like they don't look hard mm -hmm. so i don't really i don't really know like i think sean fits the character character of someone who really wouldn't even necessarily be trying that hard do you have anything to say on that okay well uh sorry about that guys we had a little bit of a technical blip but we're back and well actually you know what no i'm not gonna lie to our listeners um we just recorded over episode 16 that we had just previously recorded so we're feeling a little discouraged right now. Um, but we're going to finish out this episode, and then I, I guess we'll plan on what we're going to do for episode 16 in the future to make up for the fact that we just recorded over our entire episode 16. It was like, it was like 50 minutes of recording. Okay, um, it's fine. It's totally fine. Sarah, are you okay? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about fashion. Okay, well, we were in the middle of talking about how, like, the boys don't work as hard as the girls. So that was just spawned off of me talking about Sean wearing the collared jacket, right? Let's talk about other fashions. Um, all of the costumes are fine. Um, <laughs> They're barely costumes. Um, Christian, Christian, Christian and Sean are, the only part of their costume is a laurel that they wear around their head. Yeah. <laughs> is that what they're called, a laurel? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Sammy wears, like, nope, never mind. That's completely different, different, different thing. <laughs> uh, but 
like, I mean, really, no one wore anything, like, super poignant, other than, like, what I said was, like, Sean's jacket. Yeah, yeah. It was all pretty boring. I, yeah, I don't have anything to say about fashion. <laughs> but, the dances and the music. So good. So good. So good. Best dance episode Probably thus far. Oh, definitely. I'd say. Like, I don't really... Like, the music, like... The it music was, like, was, ballet yeah. music. It was ballet. Like, but, oh my god. Like, that Puck solo that oh, Abigail was working Abigail, on. Abigail, the Puck solo was amazing. The playful little, like, feather move. Like, she, the tail thing. Yeah. She was feeling that. Yeah. She was feeling that even more than she felt in her audition for um, Dana Strong's Tangents. Which she was feeling that. Yeah. So she was feeling this way more than that. She really goes for the non-ballet stuff. She really went for it, and she was having fun. Like, you could tell, you could see it in her face, was that she was acting like she was having fun, and she was having fun. Like, it was translating really well. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I also really like the, um, like, the little group dance that they do. I like the way that they, like, depict fighting in dance. Like, it's very, like, graceful and fun and lots of, like, flips and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, it's very cute. Yeah, and I really like and their playful. little... Like, um, the first, the very first dance that they do where they're still in class, they're not at camp yet. The very first dance that they do where, um, uh, where basically, um, basically it's, like, courtship. They're, like, kind of doing, like, a little, like, romantic, like, courtship dance where they're kind of, they're doing a lot of, like, that thing where you, like, walk forward and then backpedal. And they're, like, meeting up in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of that kind of stuff. And for some reason, that really just tickled my fancy. Like, I went back and watched it after I was done watching the episode again. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was, like, it was almost like a lilting kind of dance. Mm-hmm. And I like dances that lilt. Yeah. Yeah. So this was this was a particularly, um, this was a very good episode for dances. Um, the dance, the dance that they do in the, in the, in the forest, in the wilderness is not as good, but it's fine. Because, I mean, it's obviously interrupted by Tara and Kat fighting. Yeah. But it's still, like, a really put-together dance. Like, you could tell that it was good. Um, One content- point of contention that I have with the dances is that they're obviously just plot devices. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little, it's a little obvious. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, the only thing I think I can draw a comparison to is that it wasn't, like, glee in the sense that sometimes they just do music for the entertainment. Like, these were just, these, but, like, like, this, these were just dances, not for entertainment, but for plot. Yeah. Like, Kat and Tar, first of all, Kat and Tar wouldn't have been workshopped as the, ch- as the two leads. leads. Yeah. There's no way. Because Petra's there. Yeah. Petra is the better dancer. We know that. Abigail's a better dancer. We know that. Why is... Why are Kat and Tara the two leads of this play? Or of this um, ballet? Doesn't I mean, I understood sense. why, like, Abigail got the part she did. Because she rocked it. That's true, but Petra... Where would Petra fit in? She could be anything. She could be anything? She'd probably be, like, Hermia. I was Hermia's say... the desirable one, right? Yeah, I was about to say she could have been the nurse, but that's Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, and played by a man, usually. All of them were played by men, usually. Well, no, in the ballet. Like, I'm pretty sure... Oh, really? I think. Like, ugly stepsister? Well, they do Romeo and Juliet also, like, in Dance Academy, and I know that they have, like, Christian play the nurse or something. Oh, yeah, they do. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, but anyway, Midsummer Night's Dream... Uh, the dances were great. I want to go see it in real life. Yeah. Loved it. It was like a contemporary ballet, which is interesting. You don't hear those words together very often because they're two s- distinct styles of dance. But mm-hmm. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Um, uh, Shade of the Week, I think, didn't we already, did we already talk about that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You ha- you said yours. I didn't have one, and I agree with yours. So. Perfect. 
Um, ugh. Ugh. Um, recording over our 16th episode ugh. is my ugh for this episode. Ugh. ugh. Guys, I've already been having such a day, and this <laughs> just added on to it. I'm so disappointed in myself. It was such a mess. I can't oh. believe it. And that was, like, a good episode, too. Yeah, we had some good, like, there's a lot, well, there was a link. Whatever. Fun episode, lots of drama. And the drum's gone. The drum's completely gone. We are going to probably, and this is just a, this is just probable. Like we're going. Well, you'll to, know by the time you're hearing. You'll definitely this. know by the time you're hearing this because we, you will have listened to it because this is episode seventeen, and we will be discussing this on episode sixteen. But um, we're probably going to record like a short version of that episode where we just kind of run down a quick plot synopsis and discuss our feelings about it with like no dance, fashion, or anything. Because really, I mean, that wasn't the point of the episode. The point was the plot. And if we just just quickly discuss the plot, how we felt about it, I yeah. think we'll be good. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll see. We're really sorry, guys. Yeah. We're new to this. Um, I don't really have much more to say about the episode, though. Uh, I do have one more thing to say. Okay. Probably, like, my favorite episode that I've watched so far. Oh, definitely. Like, this was just a really good episode. Yeah. Oh, I do have one more thing, another thing to say, actually. Okay. Showers at the campsite are weird. <laughs> they're really weird also Kat and Tara were just standing naked in front of each other like just completely naked yeah like, there wasn't a divider between them Friendsing. yeah but Tara's a prude it seemed out of character even like even if it was just a little thing you know yeah yeah so rating rating <laughs> no this wasn't my favorite episode that I've watched you know what it is what episode 5 real, real men, men don't, don't dance, dance. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm gonna have to give it like a 9.5 ooh Ooh, yeah, you are. Yeah, a nine. I'm gonna give it a nine point five, or a nine point five laurels out of ten. <laughs> so one half of them would just fall off. Like what? Like the other one would just fall off of someone's head. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it ten out of ten plagiarized papers. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't think it gets much better than this. I mean, this was like this was dramatic. This was um poignant. Um, the characters were all developing, but the plot was as well. Yeah. And it was written well, too. It reached a level that this show doesn't get to super often. That's true. Like, I love the show, and it's fun, but it's not like, it's no Mad Men, you know? I've never seen Mad Men, so I wouldn't know. Mad Men! Mad Men! <laughs> <laughs> Mad Men. I've never seen Mad Men, so I wouldn't know. Can you give it to me, give it to me in terms I would know? Uh, it just really has, like, complex character arcs. Is like, I was thinking, like, comparing it to another TV show. Oh. It's no... Oh, compare Dance Academy to another critically acclaimed show? Yeah, like, what, another. Don't act like Dance Academy's critically acclaimed. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean another, like, instead of Mad Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, because other shows that are supposed to be, like, really, really good aren't as, like, subtle and interesting as Mad Men. I guess, like, Sopranos. Or Breaking Bad. Oh, I've heard Breaking Bad is not as good as everyone says it is. Yeah, let's, yes, I know. Like, Mad Men's <laughs> the only show that's, like, as good as what everybody said. Well, actually, Mad I've heard a like, lot of people say that Mad Men's really boring. Whoa, 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 I've heard that too. <laughs> and, uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not super rewatchable. That's the only thing. Okay, that's fair. I mean, there's a lot of shows that I've watched that aren't super rewatchable. Like what? For example, Dance Academy. What? Never seen it more than once. Whoa. I'm joking. I've seen Dance Academy so many times. Yeah, you talked about that. Like, oh my god, like 20 minutes ago. Okay, so... I know, it was just a joke. Yeah. It was a joke calling was... back to a previous era. Uh-huh. Not era. 
So we're just a little flustered. I'm so sorry. Tune in next time. <laughs> we'll be in a better mood. <laughs> yeah. Tune in next time when we'll feel better about ourselves because we didn't. Well, hopefully we didn't just record over episode 17, A Midsummer Night's Dream. That would be a nightmare. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> you think I would actually just have to drop out of high school? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, um. This was a great episode. I'm so sorry that I had to be spoiled by the fact that we are messes. It's just me. I did it. Gage is very nice and sharing the blame. But it was my mistake. That's true. It was Sarah's mistake. But I mean, we've it's it's fine. We were both we both we were both flustered. We've both been flustered because it's been a week and a day. Yeah. And in both of our lives. <sighs> Do you want to know the truth? We had a fight this week. Sarah and I had a whoa, fight. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No need to talk about our fight. We had a fight. We had a fight. We had a fight this it's week. It's because Gage doesn't support my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> let's not let's not put it in those terms. It's more of it's 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 more of I don't like the way that her boyfriend is currently treating her. It's more of Gage just understand the like large influence that mental illness can have over people we yeah we had a fight this week we're all we're pretty much over it now i mean obviously not all that over it because we just <laughs> went at it for a second but yeah we don't do that very often so it's been a week has that really been affecting your week it did up until we solved it did we solve it we solved it right we stopped i'm not really mad at you uh, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about this when we're not recording a podcast about a teen television show filmed in Australia about dancers. Yeah, so goodbye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thanks for putting up with us. <laughs> <laughs>